This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get a chance to visit with Caroline Campbell. Caroline's an administrative fellow at the Advocate Aurora Health System, specifically, I think, at Advocate General uh, Lutheran General Hospital right nearby where where we happen to be. Uh, Caroline, tell us a little bit about yourself and Advocate Aurora. They're going to get a chance today, an unusual chance to talk today to an administrative fellow, uh, somebody a little bit earlier in their career, talking about what they do, how they see the future, and a lot more. Caroline, can you take a moment and tell us about yourself and uh, Advocate Aurora? Absolutely. Hi, Scott. It's wonderful to be here today. I'm Caroline Campbell, and I'm the Administrative Fellow for Central Chicagoland PSA within within Advocate Aurora Health. A bit about my background, I'm actually an individual that grew up in England, in London. You wouldn't quite know that from my accent, um, but grew up in London before moving to Louisiana to attend Tulane University for both my undergraduate and graduate degrees. At the undergraduate level, I obtained my uh, majors in public health and international development and a minor in psychology, and then stayed within Tulane at Tulane School of Public Health and Tropical Medicine to obtain my master's in public health and health systems management. A component of um, this graduate degree required students to do a practicum before they graduate, and I did mine, um, which was an administrative residency at a hospital in New Orleans called New Orleans East Hospital. This hospital is a really small 50-bed community hospital, and as a part of my role, I worked to support the executive team on projects in strategy, finance, and operations. Here at NOE, we call it, I I found my love for hospital administration and decided to pursue an administrative fellowship and ended up landing at Advocate Aurora Health, which is a system that spans um, Illinois and Wisconsin and is one of the top 12 not-for-profit health systems in the country. Advocate Aurora has 28 hospitals and over 500 sites of care, um, so quite large and affords a lot of really wonderful learning opportunities for those in their early career, such as the administrative fellowship. To speak, give a general overview of what an administrative fellowship is, it's a program where students that have completed either an MBA, an MPH, or an MHA can engage with a learning working experience that offers a unique opportunity to gain a few, th- a few key things. One is wonderful exposure to senior and executive leadership. Next is the opportunity to rotate through key business function areas like finance, business development, and HR. And then also to engage with projects that are key to the organization's priorities, as well as align with the interests of the fellow. Thank you. So let me ask you couple questions before we get started in some more depth on a couple questions. So you, you grew up in England, but no English accent. Does that mean your parents were not from England originally or from, were they from England as well originally? They're not. They're actually from Louisiana. And uh, we moved over there when I was about four years old. I actually attended an international school. So there were a huge mix of different accents. And so I, unless I'm watching Harry Potter, where then I, you know, will I'll slide back into an English accent. Uh, my accent has re- remained relatively American. Got it. So our, our family's from Alexandria, Louisiana. Where in Louisiana was your family from? The New Orleans area. Fantastic. Fantastic. So talk about now, administrative fellow, is it a complete rotational program or do you have a specific focus in what you're doing as an administrative fellow? Sure. So the program structure will differ based on which health system um, is organizing it. But specific to Advocate Aurora Health, 
we begin where the program is a year-long program, um, and the first three months are rotation-based. So what that means is you spend one month in a specific business function area. Um, I started off in finance, spent a month there rotating and meeting all of the different leaders throughout our finance functions across the entire system. And then I moved on to business development um, and got to know the leaders and the scope within that area there and wrapped up with a month, a month in HR um, doing the same type of thing. And some of the rotations give you projects to do throughout the course of that rotation to kind of help give context to your learning. But a lot of it is a really wonderful chance just to get to know what resources exist and what are the responsibilities and key function areas within those entities. And then after those rotations are completed, students or fellows move on to complete projects. And so our projects are very operationally based um, and they're assigned by one of um, your key leaders who is your preceptor. The preceptors at our hospital or, or at our fellowship tend to be presidents and they work with our physician executives and other key leaders to determine which projects best align with both the fellows interests and the needs of the organization at that time. Fantastic. And talk I for can, a moment about, as you, as you look at your future, Caroline, talk about, have you yet decided, like you rotate through business development, finance, HR, um, you'll see a lot of different operational efforts and so forth. Have you started to develop a, a sense of, here's what I'd like to do, here's what my goals and aspirations are, and what part of a system I'd like to be a part of. Where are you at in sort of that thought process? Absolutely. So I'll start by saying that some of my projects have given me expo further exposure, even beyond that of the rotations, into the service line, um, service line sphere that ties in both operations, but also strategy and business development. Um, some of my key projects were developing our programs for our market area, which we call a PSA for patient service area, um, in the service lines of vascular. I did some work in developing our program for bariatrics, um, as well as imaging. So I've really enjoyed that intersection of the needs of our operational teams, as well as our strategy, you know, three to five years out. And that's been something that I think I want to remain with. Um, I enjoy the intersection of finance into all of that as well. So what's, you know, good about being early in your career and having a, a, a program like the fellowship, you get exposure and you realize that, you know, it's not always a straight line A to B of where you end up going, but by, by obtaining exposure in these areas, it's been really helpful to get a little bit more uh, focused and knowing that I do enjoy service line administration. I do enjoy the hospital operations piece. And so I'm looking to obtain more opportunities um, over the next few career steps to kind of further build out my niche within those areas. Just fantastic. Now, when you look at service lines, is it too early to tell whether you'd prefer to be oncology, cardiology, women's services, spine, orthopedics? I mean, it's sort of, you're just sort of evolving and developing. Or do you start to get a sense of, God, if I had my druthers, I'd really be involved in this or that? Or, or is it more general than that in terms of a view and perspective of the future? Yeah, I would say that it's more general right now. I've had exposure to a few different service lines, um, but if I had to say that I've spent most of my time in one, it would be within a cardiovascular service line. And I think what draws me most to service lines is that 
you get that view into both the acute care setting, but also the ambulatory sphere. And I think we're doing a lot of work right now as Advocate Aurora Health to really bridge that whole continuum of care for the patient. And so I, when I think of myself in the future, I see myself, you know, with those goals of driving that continuity of care for a patient, that whole person health. And so I don't see just that happening within one specific service line, um, but rather in, you know, wherever my skills align with the needs of the organization at a time down in the future, down, you know, a time in the future. So I would say to answer your question more general, but exciting to see where, where that alignment ends up happening. And when you think about the master's in public health program, I'll ask you a couple more questions. The master's in public health program, when you think about the learning from that, are there a few things that stick out to you from learning about doing a master's in public health? And, and would you recommend it heartily to others? Absolutely. I think that something I use every day that comes from that education and that background within public health especially is the ability to understand that when you're coming into a project or when you're tackling a complex problem, to take the time to truly understand what the needs are. Uh, we talk a lot about needs assessments and ensuring that you're factoring in multiple problems, whether it's the social determinants of health model when you're looking at you know, solving the problem for maybe a specific subset of the population. And I think that that's something that I use every day, whether it's solving a problem that can you know, be addressed within a day or three days, or looking at a much larger project and developing strategy that is fulfilling the needs of a population for a longer period of time. So that, that second to step back, ensure that I am looking at what needs are there and engaging with various stakeholders to ensure that you know, I'm not missing the perspective of key people that I need to engage with or that our teams need to engage with to fully understand the scope and ensure that our output and our product really is fitting the, the needs of those individuals we're looking to serve. And I think that's something that's always been a key component of public health that I've really enjoyed implementing. But that's really a great perspective of really taking a sense of looking at anything, any issue, any problem, any project, and saying, is this a two-day project or is this a three-year project? Is this a six-month thing? Is it a four-month project? What does this look like? How do we structure this? I think it's a brilliant perspective, actually. And, and let me ask you another question, Caroline. It, as you look at sort of the end of 2021, the start of 2022, you've obviously got these big decisions to make and so forth. But, but what are you most focused on and excited about currently? When, when you look at day-to-day, -day, when you look at what you're doing, when you look at the future, what are you most excited and focused on currently? Absolutely. One of my projects that I'm really focused on right now is in leveraging our community health partners throughout the Illinois region. And I think that in the, in the context of, you know, today and understanding following COVID that a lot of health disparities have come to light and we've understand that, you know, our role as a healthcare system, especially one as advocate as large as Advocate Aurora, really has the duty to improve the health of the population it serves. Um, one of my projects is looking at how we can better partner with some of our community health partners to ensure that we're serving all populations and meeting their needs at the right time in the right place and with the right care. And so it's, it's, a, it's a complex million dollar question that healthcare is always <laughs> looking to address, but um, I've enjoyed my time getting to engage with that. And I think it's exciting getting to work with many different areas of our enterprise right now 
uh, to learn about how from their perspective, we can partner with our community health partners and leverage their expertise to serve the needs of our patients throughout the Illinois region, as that's where I'm, I'm predominantly based. So that's where my focus is. And I'd, I'd say that it's, it's ex- absolutely exciting work. Yes. No, it's great work. It's great how you extend the advocate reach and make it better and, and more and, 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 and improve it based on partnerships and community partnerships. So it's a fascinating perspective. John, one other question. My physician happens to be an advocate Aurora primary care physician who I grew up with since I was like seven, eight years old. How do you check for me whether he's actually a good physician or not? No, I'm just kidding. He's uh, he's that, uh, but he really is. But but my physician really is an advocate. Aurora physician named Dr. Danny Lazar, who I grew up with, who's magnificent. In any event, Caroline, and that's my shout out to Dr. Lazar. Um, Caroline, I want to thank you for taking the time to visit with us on the Backers Healthcare Podcast. For us, it's just a great pleasure to get to visit with young leaders, aspiring leaders in the healthcare community. Just an absolute pleasure, and and congratulations on a, a great start to your career and continued great success. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it.